Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. High Potion Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Crothy. I'm Hals Burkhart. I'm excited about this episode. Me too, man. It's a good one. So, we have a game coming out this year at some nebulous winter. Hopefully this year, but it might be like early next year. I think it'll be this year. Well, we'll talk about it. Uh, And in preparation for this game, which we're both very excited for, buddy Steve here decided we should replay the Halo franchise. And that's what we started. So today, we're going to be talking about the first game in the series, Halo Combat Evolved. I believe it's his official title. Right. And this is the remaster. The anniversary mm-hmm, edition. Or for whatever the Master the, Chief Collection. Yes, this mm-hmm. part of the Master Chief Collection. Uh, we literally <laughs> uh, finished the campaign. Uh, the, the co-opt through the campaign and finished it um, two hours ago ish. Um, I think we started it next, uh, not next week. We started it last week, a week ago, right before you went to the beach. It was last week, I think. Yeah, it, well, two weeks ago because you were That's at right, the, beach the beach for a week. Seems like Bang a week loose. ago. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Those beach trips go by so fast. So, uh, yeah, and we just would do a a level here and there. We weren't looking to sit down and play through the whole game. I've done that several times with Halo campaigns, and it can be fun, but... Right, we did normal difficulty. Not looking to be Mr. Try Hard Sweaty and do (laughs) Legendary and die a million times and get frustrated. I just want to replay through the series, catch up on the story again, and be ready for Infinite when it comes out. So that's what we're going to be talking about, and I can't wait. So... Much like we did with Yakuza, we'll talk game mechanics, we'll talk memories, and then there'll be like a, a warning when we get into spoilers. It's a 20-year-old game, though, guys. Yeah, I don't think there's... But just in case someone just got their first Xbox and they're like, I just downloaded Master Chief Collection on Game Pass and I'm going to start from the beginning. You know, I don't want to be that dude. So, right. just in case. <clears throat> Before we get into that, though, what have you been playing? Man, uh, I have been playing... The Ascent a lot. I'm hearing a lot of things about that game. A lot of things. I, I really like it. Um, you know, it's not a perfect game by any stretch of the imagination, but I do really enjoy it, especially for, like, being a Game Pass mm-hmm. um, day one. Uh, you know, no no cost involved at all. But it was made with the Unreal Engine, and the graphics are 
so good. I've seen some screenshots that look really cool. It's really good graphics. I want to check it out. It seems like something we could get into co-op as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's got, I think, four-player co-op. That's pretty awesome. And, uh, you know, it's basically a twin-stick shooter with uh, a decent RPG mechanic on top of it. Right. You know, it's not the deepest RPG. There's not, like, dialogue options or anything, like, right. significant. Like, there's there's times where you can ask questions just to get general lore, but there's nothing like character specific you can't tell one person to fuck off or hey you're cool or nothing like that the loot is is pretty limited in that like when you find one gun they're all the same you level if you level up that gun every gun you find of the same type is just basically that same level gun there's no like special add-ons to them or anything like that okay so it's doesn't have that diablo thing there's not a diablo thing because you'll hear people Mm -hmm. say like use Diablo as a bit of a comparison. Yeah, point. I disagree with that. Um, I think it's, <clears throat> you know, the the loot system is is a little more basic than that. You know, like if you find a chess piece, it's always going to be the same. There's not like a level two versus level seven, right? right. Okay. So um, there are different things that you can augment your character with. Like um, I'm currently using spider drones, which like when I hit the button, like your special ability, it drops these spiders down, who then go seek out your enemies and blow up on them. Like uh, that movie with uh, Tom Selleck back in the day and Gene Simmons. Can't remember the name of it. With the I little spider robots. I don't oh, man, remember it's this. A great movie. Um, but yeah, it's it's rad. The action's real good, solid. Um, it's got a neat little cover mechanic where, like, when you hold the left trigger, your character will aim their gun up, so you can get like behind, um, in cover, and then hit the left trigger and then just shoot everything. So blind fire almost, kind of like. But it's, in Gears it's of War. accurate. It's pretty accurate. Oh, nice. So like. You're, there's literally no risk to you doing it. You're just sitting there behind cover shooting everything. And not getting hit. Right. Now, you know, they'll make it a little more difficult on you as the game goes on. They'll flank you and stuff like that. But. Right. And it's sort of a, it's got like a cyberpunk aesthetic oh, yeah, to it. Yeah. Big time. Jesse just came by. Whew, she's she's <laughs> trying to scare me. All I heard was clack, 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 clack. Um, that's cool. Yeah. We should, we should co-op some. Yeah. Do some co-op on that sometime. So much. All, like... You know, I felt like I had this decent, um, I don't know about break, but decent gap in new stuff coming out. Like, I'm still working on uh, Ratchet and Clank, mm-hmm. um, but nothing huge coming out. I was like, well, you know, Battlefield and Halo. And then I was like, oh, shit, we're like a month before Tales of Arise comes out. I'm really excited for that. And then Game Pass and like your more indie type games are piling up they on me. They keep sneaking in there. Yeah, yeah like, like I really want to play Hades. Hades, Chris Tales, The Ascent. Those are like my three big. And we talked about it last episode. That dodgeball RPG, mm-hmm. uh, Boyfriend Dungeon. I want to give a spin. Mm-hmm. Like all of a sudden, these you know, and I don't mean this in a bad way, but smaller games right. have crept up on my ass. Yeah, and I have put off spider-man because of it like i've just been feeling the indies lately i don't know why just like sometimes you get in that mood yeah um well speaking of being in a mood i I, uh i started playing final fantasy 14 again (laughs) that's okay you know they probably got a big influx of players due to all the people leaving that other shitty companies oh dude like i i've been sitting around wondering 
what to say about the Blizzard thing because it's such a big thing. Yeah, and, and I don't really want to like you know that's not the type of podcast we want to have. You know, not like. But and, I also don't want to just like yeah, ignore it. Right. I just think suffice it to say we're on the side of you know the, the employees. Who, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and like I'm torn. Right. This is the thing I've been thinking because. I was, and I'll be honest, I'm still very excited about Diablo 2. Yeah, I've, I've started to question whether or not I'm going to play that. And then, you know, I was thinking about it and thinking about it and reading up on it. And then, you know, one thing that I've seen a lot of the actual employees of Blizzard say, like, what we're looking from from you guys is support. We've We've laid out how you can support us and what we're trying to do, get, like, you know, equal representation and and fair treatment and and boycotting a game doesn't necessarily hurt the people you want it to hurt right the people up at the top the people at the top who are responsible for all the fucked up shit in the company that doesn't normally hurt them a lot of times it sort of trickles down and hurts the people that were working on the game Mm -hmm. who were fucked over originally right yeah so i don't know man that makes sense you know what i mean that yeah yeah like there's a lot of people at there's a ton of people at this company who have put a lot of hard work into the games they're working on and have had to put up with a lot of shit while they're working really hard on these Mm -hmm. games so it's tough man i still haven't decided one way or the other but it's it's something that I've taken into consideration. Yeah. I've, it's a sentiment that I've seen pop up more and people explain way better than I just did. But it, it, it there seems to be even a a feeling within the company, and I don't mean like the executives, who have fucking could not have had a worse reaction to all this and all the statements they have said. Mm-hmm. But um, but like the actual ground level employees that are doing the nuts and bolts hard work on these games being like, we're not looking for a boycott. We're looking for a change within the company. So something get it. I really do. The the sad (coughs) thing about the games industry is it's filled with a lot of scumbags. Yeah. And and it it would be nice to see this stuff pop up and actually some changes be made because, you know, there was the big thing with Ubisoft what was that around this time last year? Mm-hmm. And you know, the latest report I was reading about that is people were saying, yeah, it's not a whole lot different. There hasn't been a big change. And then, you know, the year before one of the big ones was the stuff going on at rockstar. And then you kind of look into that and people seem to think that that did affect them. And there has been change made internally. So I don't know, man, yeah. just don't be dicks. I do feel like, um, it probably did in rockstar's case. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's fine. Like, I, I'm fine waiting another however three years longer it makes them take for Grand Theft Auto 6. It's if fine. it doesn't mean they're, like, running a fucking sweatshop exactly. to make these you know, games. 100-hour you know? weeks or whatever. Nobody Jesus Christ. Anyways, um, what I was basically saying is I started playing Final, Final Fantasy fourteen again. And, Steve, it's because we won't stop talking about Final Fantasy. <laughs> and when I talk about Final Fantasy, I have to play Final Fantasy fourteen, Steve. Well that's the guy that lives in my head that just wants to play Final Fantasy fourteen all the time. Nice. Uh, nice. Nice to meet you. Um it's nice though that you have Jesse to play with. She's into it. Well so uh, she's actually probably back there playing it right now. Oh that's exactly <laughs> what she's doing. That one hundred percent I don't know if she's working on story quests or crafting. Maybe crafting. Um, this is what I'll say. I have been wanting to check out the PlayStation 5 version. Mm-hmm. 
I love the game. I kind of wanted to get a character all ready for the new expansion later this year, even if I don't immediately jump into it. And then we went and stopped talking about Final Fantasy, Steve. So I had to play Final Fantasy fourteen. And dude, I can't help it. I love MMOs. And it's it's the best MMO. Sorry. It is. Yeah. I love I'm it. Sorry. It's the best. Um if I'm playing an MMO, it's that one. And so I started playing the and I was you know, I was just thinking, look, I'm gonna get along and level up a character. I wanna play a ninja. Like, I think they look cool, so that was my plan. You played a samurai last time. Played a samurai last time. Real one. Pattern emergent. Yeah, yep, yep. Emergent. <laughs> yep, sure is. And this is the problem I have with MMOs. I'll start a character, and I'll play a lot, like we, we did last summer when we were playing Final Fantasy fourteen. And then we'll stop playing, or I'll stop playing, and then it'll be a long, over a year before I play Final Fantasy fourteen, And I'll start up, a, you know, start my account back up, get into my old samurai character and not remember what I was doing, how to play the character, anything. You know what I mean? And then I'm like, well, fuck it. I'll just start a new character. Yeah. I'd probably have to at this point too. So that's what I did. Um, and then the whole time I'm playing, Jesse's like, you think I could play this with you? I was like, yeah, you could play this. Oh, I think, I think, I think I want to start my account again too. I could see it in her eyes. It was sucking her in. Uh, and then, um, you know, she has a PlayStation four, like a standard PlayStation four. And I told her like, well, instead of using that, why not use my work laptop? Cause it's a, it's a gaming laptop. I was like, you're going to get better performance. It's going to run better than that, that PlayStation four. And, uh, you can play with mouse and keyboard. You could hang out here with me instead of having to be back in the room playing. And so that's what she did. And then the next thing I know Jesse buys herself a gaming laptop. <laughs> she needed enough. It it was it was also like a upgrade work thing, yeah. work thing. But still, so yeah, she's way into it too now. Yeah, she'll be able to write that off. Oh my goodness! I just got a email from Tom Sutton. No, it kidding. just popped up. <laughs> Tom, Tom Sutton. Sutton, that dude rules. What a delight! Yeah, I listened to his podcast. Uh, Star Wars fun for everyone, especially me. Yeah, you were Check telling me about yeah. this. He's got some crazy stories on there, man. He 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 knows a guy that I also know. Uh, <laughs> we were talking about this last. We gotta take a, a quick skirt. All right, the guy he knows is from Weed Eater. We know him from Weed Eater. He knows right. him from a band called Sour Vein. Weed Eater is like a stoner rock band mm-hmm. that you guys played with several times. Yeah, a couple in times. Stone Cobra. Yeah, and one night y'all were playing with them at the Nick. <laughs> I bought a weed eater, weed eater shirt that night. It mm-hmm. said "Weed Eater Burn One" on the back, <laughs> like a jersey. <clears throat> and Steve and I are hanging out front of the Nick, smoking cigarettes. And the guy from Weed Eater, what's his name? D- Dixie. That's Dix- just what he called him, Dixie. Okay. Dixie we s- Dave. We see him with his finger like to the second knuckle up his <laughs> nose. And he proceeded to pull a bright blue booger. Blue. Yeah, it was blue. Out of his nose, look at it, and then eat it. <laughs> and Steve and I were aghast. We were like, <laughs> did he just eat? I think I just saw that dude eat a blue booger. <laughs> we saw that guy eat a blue booger, Tom Sutton. I don't know if you listen to this show. I hope you do. <laughs> I hope he does too. I hope you do, buddy. Oh, man. What a good dude, Tom yeah, Sutton. Yeah, I'd, I'd jam with Tom. Yeah, Tom moved to Birmingham, started a band with me and Steve. Yeah, you, you've done Japan, done Sweden, come to 
Alabama. <laughs> Alabama. You really pulled the ripcord on that. Alabama. Uh. <laughs> yeah, you've done Japan. Sweet. Alabama. Come get COVID. The place is what you make of it, right? Hey, I look, man. I enjoy, but it's because of the people. Yeah, that Birmingham, I, that Birmingham's I, great. Yeah, Birmingham's cool. The blue dot and the sea of red. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, so I've been playing Final Fantasy fourteen. Um, really enjoying. That's my jam, man. I love MMOs. Yeah, and that made Jesse promise me. So this might save you down the road when you get your Steam Deck. I said, hey. When we get tired of Final Fantasy fourteen, you got to play Star Wars: The Old Republic with me. And she was like, "Okay, I'll definitely <laughs> nice. do that." So I don't know, man. We could have a full squad. One of these days, I want to get Cindy into an MMO because I really th- think that she. Uh... Oh, that would be fun. Yeah, I think she'd be good. Oh, at it. can I tell a funny Cindy story? Oh, yeah, yeah, we got to tell that one. That's okay. Funny. So st- this is the first time we've hung out since the last times we recorded because right. you were on vacation after we recorded. The last two episodes that you got, well, what, what the Amico episode and the Genesis episode, Jesse and I go over to Steve and Cindy's house to hang out that night. First time we've been over to your place since COVID, mm-hmm. and we play Mario Party. And you know, you guys know by now, I talk a big game. <laughs> I, I hate to report this, but the era of Monty Mole is over. He has been defeated. <laughs> Somebody beats Monty Mole. And that somebody was Cindy. And when she beat me, she goes, Yeah! Talk about that on the podcast! <laughs> Got him! Man, God. Just that she went right for the jugular. I mean... There was no... As soon as it was announced... Like, she was... I know she was sitting there with that Joy-Con thinking, like, When I win this, I know exactly what I'm going to say. She had it too ready. She had it holstered. And she got it with the the end of the game Rando stars. Because it was tied at one point. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Talk about that on the podcast. (laughs) She dunked on me. Yeah, man. (laughs) She dunked on on you hard. Yeah, 360 dunk, broke the glass, broke the black backboard. (laughs) I felt like the kid in the meme who's in the back, like watching the two girls fight, but the the dude in the back smoking. (laughs) I felt like that dude in last place, like watching Oh, oh. That was funny. For the record, I wasn't even in second place. Monty Mole didn't just die. I was in third place. I, think. I thought I was last. I don't. I don't know. I feel like I was in last, but maybe either way. Yeah, because Jesse was in second. Yeah, it was a battle between them two. So, so the other thing we've been playing, uh, I think this is appropriate because we're going to be talking about a game in the series. We've been playing some Halo Three multiplayer. Yeah, yeah. Been getting uh, got together with your uh, other buddy that you podcast with, Will, Will Witten. Last night we had me, Steve, Will, our buddy Jeff, and our buddy Nick. Good and time. It was a good time, and we we're playing some uh, big team, big team battle. The weekend you were at the beach, I played some big team with just me and Will, and I don't know what was in the air, but I was dominating, nice. my dude. I had like a twenty-eight, twenty-nine kill game. The game after that, I had almost 40 Will Man, Wheel Man medals because I immediately jumped in the fucking Warthog and a dude jumped on the back and we never got taken out of that Warthog the whole game. 
we beat the other two team like 101, which means somebody ended the game with a double kill, <laughs> double kill yep. to 14. And Damn. I didn't realize since the the multiplayer has crossplay now that people playing on PC with mouse and keyboard can chat and it'll pop up in a little window. And that other team, Steve, during that Warthog run was melting down in the <laughs> chat window. They were like, somebody stop the Warthog. <laughs> and I'm just gotta driving be around. Got to feel good. Man. And then so last night we all got together to play and it was something. Yeah, I've never had so much fun going 3 and 19. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 3 kills 19 so, deaths. Either something was wrong with with the settings Jeff was using in the matchmaking mm-hmm. or something was fucked up with matchmaking last night because we wanted big team regular slayer, you know, just your standard big team slayer. We wanted big team heavies, which is like regular slayer with a lot of vehicles. And we wanted Action Sack, which gives you the weirder type game modes. Last night, we only played one standard game of Big Team. Everything else was heavies and fucking splockets. Yeah, which is just lasers and rocket launchers. Yes, which, it's by fun, the way, we, but... before we started playing, I was like, oh, last weekend, Will and I played a game of splockets, and it was fun. Yeah, I enjoy it. I don't want to play three in a row. It's complete gimmick, yeah. Yeah. I'm just I'm rusty as well. Like it's been forever since I've played yeah. multiplayer. But it was a good time. Yeah, man. I I love Halo. Me too. I can't wait till Infinite comes I out. Can't. So here's my theory. I think with Halo Infinite, since they've already sort of announced that the multiplayer is free to play and is separate from the campaign, I think we're gonna get the multiplayer first and the campaign might not come till next year. I'd be fine with that. Yeah, I, I mean, I could be wrong. I've seen other people theorize that too, but I just feel like we still don't have a date, a release date, and they have Forza Horizon, what is it, 5? I think it's 5, coming out in November already. Like, I don't know. I yeah. think we will at least get the the multiplayer this year. I hope, so. I hope we get both, but I'm most excited for the multiplayer at this point. Oh, so. yeah, me too. That's usually what I'm... Even though I'm not great at it, like I still enjoy playing it. I'll, I'll get better. So challenge those. Dudes. Last night we're playing. It's it's our second to last game last <laughs> night, and I don't know why, but I said something to the effect of "There's a fungus among us," <laughs> and Steve goes, "Isn't it supposed to be amagus, amagus?" And I'm like, "What?" And he goes, "Hey Jeff, you know what I mean, right? Amagus, isn't that what the kids say?" And Jeff goes. Huh? I don't know what you're talking about. And then Steve goes, "Yeah, that's what it, it's a magus." So you would say, "Eh, who gives a shit? Why am I talking about this?" Like the pulling the eject button, like hitting the eject button and popping out of the cockpit on a, a bit faster than I've ever like took on a complete right turn, and it led to chaos in the Xbox party chat. Like I was laughing so hard at Steve going, "Eh." Who gives a shit? Why am I talking about this? 
like trying to explain this Amagas meme to us. Yeah, I even sent y'all the fucking link. <laughs> and I like my st- <laughs> Steve took his headphones off three times. <laughs> yeah. Like he just had to le- like take his headphones off because that was the only way he was going to stop laughing. My kidneys were about to rupture. Oh, I felt like I was going to have an aneurysm. Yeah. I was laughing. Like so I hard. said, I've never had so much fun going three and nineteen. Ooh, sweating. And and it just kept going. Like all it took was somebody going, eh, who gives a shit in the party chat. And everybody was, I thought Will was dead. Did you hear Will laughing? He was going, I was like, shit, somebody call an ambulance. I couldn't notice Will because I was too busy trying not to die, like literally die on my gaming chair. All right. You know what time it is. Halo Combat Evolved. Nice job on the fader, man. Mm. Been working on it. Just sitting here by myself, working on that, trying to get my sample discipline straight. Uh, so we're talking about a game that this year will be 20 years old, which is fucking insane to think Wild about. Wild to think about, yeah. Um, it's the first game in the Halo franchise. It's the start of one of my favorite video game franchises of all time. Uh, I would be completely fine not playing the campaign for Halo One for quite a while now that yeah. I've done it again. Yeah, and I uh, like I love the game, but yeah, like it, there's moments in the campaign that don't hold up as well, but that's okay. Like uh, you know, we'll get to that. Yeah. Um. So you had an original Xbox, mm-hmm. right? Did you buy it for Halo? I sure the hell did. Wait, yeah. Do you remember the first time you heard about Halo? I do, and it was back when I was more in like a PC thing, mm-hmm. because it was original. Like, okay, let me go back with Bungie. Okay, Bungie as a studio uh, had a game series on PC in the mid '90s called Myth M Y T H. Yes, the Fallen Lords, and they. I don't want to get this wrong, but they kind of started. Didn't they kind of start off as like a primarily a developer for Mac? Yes. And mm-hmm. then they would put out the Mac version of like Marathon. Mm-hmm. They did those games. And then eventually those would come over to PC. Right. And but they were the rare case of a studio that like seemed to start development on Mac. Right. Which, yeah, that was rare back then. Yes. But uh, I didn't play the Marathon games. I played the Myth games, mm-hmm. which were kind of like a real-time strategy, kind of almost like Rome Total War kind of deal where you would command troops. Mm-hmm. And it was like pretty dark fantasy, but it was really cool. Like you would, you know, command your archers to move here and shoot on these explosive enemies there. So I was real interested to see what they did next. And I had heard about Halo, but it was going to be a different kind of game. Yeah. At some point they pivoted in development. So I sort of read up on the history of Halo this morning, just a quick, quick overview. And at one point, I think it was going to be sort of a RTS Mm -hmm. too. Mm Mm-hmm. And it was going to be Mac exclusive. And then, like, it had a lot of changes and stuff in development. So I heard about it, um, I want to say, before it was an Xbox exclusive. Yeah. was the first time I heard about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely, I remember watching trailers for it on mm-hmm. my PC, like, when it was just 
you know, like you said, the Mac thing. Yeah. And and before Microsoft had even decided to get into the console game. Yeah. I, I so I remember early early updates on Halo and be like, oh, this looks pretty cool. Yeah. I and then it. of of course eventually it gets announced as a launch title for the uh, original Xbox. Which I I never owned. As much as I love Xbox, I didn't get into Xbox till the 360 era. Yeah, and that, like I said, the only reason I wanted an Xbox was for Halo. Because of the fact that I had been excited about it since before. Mm-hmm. I loved the studio. And, you know, just figured at some point they'd get good games on the Xbox. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I I don't feel like it was a anybody that got an original Xbox made a bad choice. No, Mm-mm. but it was it was also a time when like I had my first job, I could get a PlayStation. 2. I was not going to be a double console owner, and PlayStation Two was where I was headed. Mm-hmm. Um, my so I never had an Xbox. I was bummed that Halo was on Xbox only. It eventually came to PC. A couple years afterwards, I want to say 2003, 2004 ish, they finally ported it to Was PC. Was the combat evolved? Yes. Yeah. Uh, and my roommate in college, my freshman year, I was in one of those like college apartments where they'll just put a random dude, like, you know what I mean? They're like, look, this apartment has two bedrooms. You can rent one, and somebody you don't know is going to be renting the other one. It was one of those situations. This dude named Cole. And he got an Xbox for Christmas and Halo. And I remember like watching him play it a little bit in our living room. But like it's his console. I'm not going to try and play Halo on his console. So it was quite a while before I played it. I, I, I think I talked about it on here once. Uh, later with two different roommates playing the demo for the PC version. Multiplayer on like our apartment network against the three of us, right? And those two brothers like getting pissed at each other and yelling at each other back and forth from their rooms and shit. <clears throat> so I didn't play the original Halo until I got my 360. And I got my 360 in 2007. The same year Mass Effect and Halo 3 came out, right? So I got Halo 3 because I had been playing that at your place. Mm-hmm. I'd been playing it with Will. Wasn't very good, but I was like, oh, I, I get it. I see why this is cool, playing online. So I didn't want to play the campaign because it's the third one. So I went back, and I would like, I would play Halo 3 multiplayer, but if I was going to play campaign, I was playing through 1 and 2 until I got to 3. So it wasn't until then that I played the first one. Mm-hmm. Well, my, you know, way later, six years or so later after it after first it came out. Come out yeah. Yeah, I got it pretty quickly around the launch. I think I got my Xbox for Christmas. I think that, I want to say it was 2001 when I got it. Either that or it was mm-hmm. Christmas 2000. I feel like it was no, 2001. 2001. Yeah. And uh, bringing it back to Birmingham and my roommate Berkeley and I playing through co-op. Split screen. Yeah, split screen co-op. And I loved it. Um, you know, it was, to me, the best first-person shooter out at, up to that point especially for a console yeah yeah i mean it was undeniable pretty, for pretty console. crazy for good for a console had that weird controller the xbox did with that giant tiny, fucking controller i like the big controller but they had like <laughs> those two weird little tiny black and white buttons mm-hmm. at the top that you had to hit to switch your grenades it's weird um i'll say this a lot of halo is lovingly inspired by other franchises Especially the first one. Especially the first yeah. one. You know, there's a clear aliens mm-hmm. yeah, influence. 
you know, I read that even Master Chief's design was like in somewhat inspired by Boba Fett. Mm, like, you know, see that there, there's a lot of, but it's, it's done so well. And the stuff that is Halo original is some of the most iconic fucking video game sci-fi shit. The plasma grenade is the greatest grenade in video game history. I will hear no debates about it. I'm totally on the in the choir with that one, buddy. I, I love a sticky grenade. The fucking feeling of throwing that sticky grenade, see it stick to the enemy, and then hearing that before they blow up. Jeez, Louise. A sticky grenade is responsible for me actually becoming interested in playing Halo multiplayer, you know, often. Yes. You know, I, I got like a really cinematic great kill with one where I, I hit a dude in midair who, who happened to land right on top of another dude. It was a lone wolf match, I think. It was mm-hmm. free for all. And I got a double kill that way. And I was just like, that was the coolest shit I've ever done in a video game. Yep. Up to this point. I got to do more of it. <laughs> 24 dude. years or whatever. So like. 26 years. <laughs> Not just the sticky grenade, but that's my, that is when I think of Halo and why I love Halo so much, for some reason, the plasma grenade is up there at the top. It's up there. The fucking needler. Love the needler. Love the needler. So people that don't know, the needler is an alien weapon. It's almost sort of like a one-handed pistol Mm -hmm. that's got these pink crystal needles sticking out of the top of his ammo. And what you do is you shoot. And as they compound... It's rapid fire. You just hold the button. Yeah. And it shoots out a ton, and as they stick in the enemy, eventually it'll cause the enemy to explode. Yeah, they'll still do a thing called super combine and and explode and take the enemy with it, and usually whatever is around them. (laughs) So, the Warthog. Mm Mm-hmm. Iconic. The pistol in Halo 1 pretty is pretty fucking iconic, too, honestly. It's, It's one of the most powerful pistols in a video game. And uh, shotgun's not bad either. No, no. And th- that's what, you know, it's interesting going back and playing the original Halo mm-hmm. where I've got so much experience with later Halos that they all just sort of run together. So I'm getting in there and I'm like, oh, yeah, you can't do a wield in this. Of course, I knew that, but you kind of forget, right? Can't get a sword. Can't get the you, the sword, which is so iconic later in the other games. The fuel rod. You'll cannon. see them, mm-hmm. yeah, but they don't there. let you pick them up. Same thing with the fuel rod cannon. Um, just little stuff like that that you take for granted, right? But uh, I. So we'll talk about it more in depth when we get to the story, the spoiler part. I always forget my feelings on actually playing the Halo campaign in the end of the Halo campaign. The, the tail end of it, it gets gets a little... It's a slog. Yeah, it's a bit of a slog. And, you know, it, it's a lot of the, the Flood, just like the, the way the Flood is handled. I don't even mind them as an enemy. Right. But I just feel like the way that they are constantly coming from behind you and... It's kind of cheap. You can't, yeah, there, there's like a, kind of a bit of cheap mechanic to it. And navigating these halo levels nightmare so like it becomes so and i get like if you're someone who's played the halo one campaign a hundred times i'm sure you know it like the back of your hand but this is blindfolded this might have been my fifth time you know what i'm playing you know what i mean playing through halo the combat evolved Mm -hmm. and so yeah it's just because everything looks the same it's a lot of backtracking all stuff that they would do a great job ironing out in later later Mm -hmm. games yeah, I'm I'm 
I don't even mind them like reusing assets or whatever. Like, but like, and the the frustrating thing is, there's a a waypoint system there. Like that they, they use don't it use in like, certain points when yeah. you're flying around, but they don't use it when you're running around. Like where where are we? Like, like this, wh- are we this, back at the beginning? What's going on? How many times playing this campaign were we inside a building and we were like, okay, I think this is the way we need to go. Fuck, this is where we started. Yeah, and a lot of them are tight hallways which when mm-hmm. you're playing co-op really difficult to to deal with that's another thing later in the series they definitely did a better job designing the levels for co-op mm-hmm. play i feel like halo one it, they didn't do a great job right. taking into the account granted you know it it didn't have online co-op right it was only couch, couch co-op, co-op mm-hmm. so you know maybe it was something they didn't feel like they needed to take into account because how many people are going to sit there and play the campaign split screen you know yeah i guess i mean uh, to me it was definitely a selling point but um right. um you know i don't want to bag on it i don't like, either because there's a the story there's is great. love i was gonna say like let's get to some good stuff like I, I, the amount of times i got goosebumps because of the soundtrack the music is incomparable like it's a certain points when it kicks in like to the good action sequences like, and stuff would you have a problem stating that like the halo soundtrack is top 10 at least oh of all time yes. oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. like emphatically it is amazing yeah you know what i mean um it, it's there's something about the way that it controls that i love as well yes like in when there's a you're in a big area where you know you're fighting tons of covenant and you're able to like run around go through cover and jump around and shoot shit in the air use your plasma pistol to take down shields mm-hmm. like there's not there wasn't a shooter that was able to pull anything like that off at the time. No, and the, this idea that you're playing a Spartan. So mm-hmm. for people that don't know, Spartan is like this genetically enhanced, cybernetically enhanced super soldier in a big badass suit of armor, right? And the fact that you have the shield system on top of the health system, you have you're able to jump higher than you would normally in a first person shooter because you're a super soldier. Shit like that. But they make you feel badass for the most part, in the original Halo game. Yeah, like when you melee things, they'll sometimes just go flying. Yeah. Like, the the feel of the game is... That's one... So, on one hand, replaying Halo, it struck me how much advancement there's been in first-person console shooters since that original Halo, and how much you take for granted. Right. This part of games now. But on the other hand, I was also struck by how well playing halo still holds it up feels original- great like yes. you got to give it to 343 like i know it took a while for him to get there with the master chief collection but that game plays great yeah it's it sucks For that it had game. such a rocky launch but yeah, it now was, it's such a statement but yeah it's such a fucking kick-ass product mm-hmm. the master chief totally. collection the fact that we can literally load up one game and play everything in the halo series except for five mm-hmm fucking perfect and fives on game pass too so yeah so it's not even a big it's deal right there yeah <laughs> um but yeah the music is amazing now i know we weren't playing the original version graphically we were mm-hmm. playing the anniversary version but even that's sort of old at this point that right. came out in the 360 era still looks pretty good i thought it looked fine you know it runs I, I, smooth as butter oh yeah the, i was gonna say it just runs so good like you know on the new f- hardware oh yeah of course you that know. helps but it's um, just, it was just there's some parts of it that just never get old to me. Like the, I think it's the third mission, like when you 
debark the ship and they're already fighting you know mm-hmm. just get off the ship fighting yeah it's almost awesome. there they're they're almost storming the beach mm-hmm. moment mm-hmm. what's the uh nighttime level is it truth and reconciliation yeah, well, that's the one the before ship. that mm-hmm. that's that an amazing awesome level yeah it, it it's ca- campaign wise like it is so good the first half uh-huh maybe even the first three, three quarters fours. and then just kind of falls off at the end like unfortunately but the the narrative is fine it's not like the narrative is bad it just to me like the levels kind of get frustrating and no the narrative is great yeah like it's definitely in terms of what they would do later in halo a more simple story but it's fucking effective Mm -hmm. works totally and it totally works and it's really great like the surprise reveals that we'll talk about later and stuff are all really good they do a good job of getting you attached to characters that you only see for a couple of seconds too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, it's, it's a really good game. Uh, I remember, uh, I remember playing, uh, I used to play it over and over again back in the day when I had an Xbox. What the fuck else was I going to play with uh-huh. a lot of other things? So just beat it and play through it again on like heroic and then try it on legendary. But um, like, the marines you would get at certain points in oh the game God. like trying to keep them alive we did a piss poor job of that <laughs> i was gonna say none of them we had a very low survival rate we tried yeah. too man i'd be like come on guys do you remember okay so it was the second level is the first time you get to drive the warthog mm-hmm. and i like i established in the last couple of weeks look guys i know everybody loves being the gunner on the warthog i'm not I'm going to become the best Warthog driver you've ever seen in Halo. So the transporter. I'm never going to be fighting for you, with you guys over the gunner seat. Move over, Jason Statham. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I'll be the driver. So when we got into Halo campaign, I was like, Steve, get up on the gunner. I'm going to drive. And do you remember we got that AI um, Marine in the passenger seat with us, and we were like, "Fuck yeah, let's go." Who never left. The seat, because there's a couple times when you got to get out of the warthog and go in somewhere and do something. And we'd come out and the Marine would be just sitting there in the (laughs) passenger seat waiting on us. He did not want any smoke with the Covenant. He sure didn't. And even he didn't survive somehow. And the safety of the warthog. Some jackal sniped him while he was just sitting there in the We're driving his dead body around everywhere. (laughs) Sitting there on his iPhone 16. (laughs) So, yeah. Um, I feel like there's just... It, there's so much to talk about with Halo. I mean, how, like the enemy design, I think is really cool. I, the like design the, the in covenant, general, yeah, just all the design. But I, I, I really enjoy the des- the design of the enemies and the sound effects that they use. Oh yeah, for their voices. What 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 the the covenant or the elites are great. All of them. So yeah, like this is not. We won't get into spoilers with this, but like the your what you fe- seems like is going to be your main enemy in the game is this collection of alien races known as the covenant right <laughs> mm-hmm. they're not all the same species there's jackals which are almost sort of avian dinosaur type enemies that have a shield and a plasma pistol there's the grunts I hate the I hate the jackals hit them in the hand hit them in the head hit them in the hand hit them in the head <laughs> there's um there's the grunts which are the little guys who like you know they kind of just throw grenades and shoot plasma pistols at you they kind of have the most personality they do because you'll hear them talking shit or mm-hmm. you know, like and if you kill like the one of the big guys around them they'll all scream and yeah start running, running. yeah later uh, in the I game love grunts later in the game they give them the fuel rod cannon and they can end Whip your ass your ass <laughs> they can end your ass um, son and then there's the elites which are the big armored guys 
you know, sometimes they'll be cloaked and they'll have a sword, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Shields or whatever. And I think that's it because, yeah, brutes aren't in. Hunters. Truth. Hunters. The, the, big, the big boys. Yes. Are kind of really kind of invulnerable head on. You can, they're they're easier, they're heavily armored. They're a little got easier a to fight. Yeah. Um, co-op because you can lure one, oh, one yeah. way with the other guy can shoot him in the back. Yeah, they've 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 got like a neck spot right that's mm-hmm. vulnerable. A spot on their back. Like yeah, I kind of just stick them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hit them with some sticky grenades and let that do the vo- the work. Right. Um, and I think the design of all those creatures fucking classic man yeah and i mean like that's pretty much it like that you're basically fighting that for the whole game most of the game and the hunters really are kind of a special case so it's mainly grunts and elites and and jackals and the jackals yeah Yeah, and it it's a testament to the game that i didn't feel like that got too old by the end of it no no you know what like another thing that i always forget is that there's no precision rifle not besides the sniper rifle but there's no dmr or a battle rifle in one i always mm-hmm. forget that for mm-hmm. some reason because those are what i use you know right yeah, i'm not a big <sighs> fan of the assault rifle in in that game it start you it's start okay. off feeling like it's so good and it's you're like oh this is my i'll always keep this mm-hmm. and then it just becomes so ineffective yeah later in the game bullet hose so you want to talk story sure all right guys if <laughs> If you don't want to be spoiled uh, on the story for uh, the original Halo, this is where you leave. And we'll see you, see you guys week. next week. Thanks for listening. <clears throat> so break it down for us, Steve. So we're, we start with... It starts mid-action. Yeah, like you're getting brought out of like, what, cryo storage? Yeah, you're on the Pillar of Autumn, mm-hmm. this giant fucking warship. Uh, and you're being chased by the Covenant. It like starts in the middle of this chase, and they're like, "Shit, we gotta unthaw Master Chief." So they bring him out of cryo storage. I don't remember cryo- why they're in the area of Halo <clears throat> story wise. They go into that in Reach because you know Reach basically goes right into the original Halo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, they come across this. And you want to talk about iconic designs. The idea of the halo ring mm-hmm. is fucking cool. It's still, one how of the would you explain it? So I guess it's like a some gigantic structure that's a ring. <clears throat> like, it's a ring, gigantic ring that's just kind of floating in space. That has like its own kind of eco culture on it, yeah. or whatever. Like it's 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 got life on it. And then there's there's like all sorts of alien designs on it as well. Yeah, and, and and it's it's very clearly something old. Mm-hmm. Like it's w- this weird, mysterious technology. Yeah, it's got like its own ecosystem. It's like a a ring shaped terrarium. Yeah, I don't know, it's man. A ring shaped planet, kind of. <coughs> yeah, it's like a giant. So it's not a planet. sphere. It's a a ring, and and all the the land mass is on the inside of the ring because mm-hmm, it's clearly got an atmosphere. Because yes. the, the Marines are not wearing helmets. No, and it's got different. It's not all the same. Like, there's snowy regions. There's deserty regions. There's, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So, uh, you land on this halo, and it's kind of, like, immediately into the action. I wonder if, like, there's a flat earth society on halo, you know, despite the overwhelming <laughs> evidence. <laughs> fact. The fact that they can see it curving <laughs> before them. Nah, no, man, that's, a, that's an illusion, dude. Yeah, that's the government fucking with y'all. Um yeah, so they're forced off their ship. The mm-hmm. Covenant uh, board it using the uh, the empty 
escape pod spots and you mm-hmm. have to fight your way through them as they slaughter pretty much everybody on the ship and then crash land on halo yeah and you know just kind of at that point you're just kind of trying to rally where the marines are and, and find out what the mist what the <clears throat> deal is what with this halo mm-hmm. and it's really well done like first person shooter stories are hard to nail i feel like they and are this one does a good job it could do a little better but given its age I think it's pretty fucking effective. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think that the way it tells a story is fine. Yeah. You know, you know a lot some, of it's calm chatter. Right. There's some clunky lines of dialogue or whatever, like uh, this cave isn't a, is, isn't a natural formation or whatever, yeah. you know. But Oh, I think we we got to talk about Cortana. Mm-hmm. Hey there, Cortana. How you doing, Cortana? Cortana is a AI construct. Who takes the form of like a lady, like a sexy lady almost. And she is on a chip that Master Chief pops into his head. So Cortana, for the most part, is always hanging out along for the ride with Chief. Um, And Chief wants to get in them digital cheeks. (laughs) Yeah, he definitely, I think, has a thing for her. So she's like your constant... Not constant, constant, but your constant companion. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? She's there to fill in information. Right. She, or hack into whatever you need her to. Yep. Or provide context in the story or tell you where you need to go next. Mm-hmm. Um, and an, an important part of Halo, not just the first game, all of them going forward. She is, in a lot of ways, the co-protagonist to Chief. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But, uh, yeah, you're fighting the Covenant... And then, really, the big crux of the first Halo story, I feel, is when you discover the Flood, right? Mm-hmm. That's when shit really starts Well, yeah, so, like, they, they, deci- they discover when they get on, they, they have to go on board the Covenant ship, right, mm-hmm. to try to rescue Captain Keys and the other Marines. Yeah. <clears throat> and while they're there, isn't that where they find out, like, oh, this... They're Halo, trying to get into this vault. Halo might be, like a weapon or right. something that they could use to fight the covenant. So they're trying to figure out how to maybe activate it. Mm-hmm. And then they go and try to figure out the mystery of, of the halo. Yep. And then they basically release the le- flood. They're led by this little robot, not the, the, the player is led by this little tiny robot named three, four, three guilty spark. Well, he doesn't show up until after you unleash the flood, right? Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's right. You you find the dead the dead marines. Yes. And you do the head. That's right. Mm-hmm. And then all the floods start coming out. And the flood are really where the aliens influence, like mm-hmm. alien aliens influence comes in. Um, yeah, they're just these little kind of parasite looking things. Spore type creatures. Oh, you know, they're equivalent to a face hugger. Right. And then they attach to a, uh, a, a creature or and a then mutate them. Mm-hmm. They're pl- they seem plant based. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's organic. like organic. Yeah, there's like this, like um, it's their way of doing zombies or something like that concept without it being zombies. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And it's this infection idea. The flood spreads, as the name seems to indicate. Like once the flood show up, now you have two factions you're fighting against. You're fighting against the Covenant and the Flood, which are covenant and humans that have been taken over by the flood mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. uh and they're pretty creepy and they're annoying as fuck man. yeah they are 
And at some points, the the floods start using rocket launchers and stuff. And I'm like, God <laughs> damn it, man. You're having to do all this jumping platform and <laughs> shoot these rockets out of here. These vents. I accidentally stuck Steve with a grenade. Now I got to try to a lot of times. get out of the way and let him fucking respawn. Um, and then, yeah, you meet up with a um, uh, character by the name of 343 Guilty Spark. Like, a, like an AI. Yeah. Who doesn't tell you how. He leaves out some pretty important information. He's like this floating robot construct type thing. But he's like, hey, there's a there's a solution to the flood. I can help you help you out with this. Just follow me. He takes chief. And then you get into uh, my least two favorite game, uh, levels in Halo. Maybe all the Halo games. I'm not sure. Well, I'll update you guys when we finish <laughs> Halo playing two. through them. But though you're talking about the um the level with the banshees? No, the li- what is it? The, the library? Is it the library and then two betrayals? Right, that's the one. Those with the two back and forth. Yeah. So in the library level, you're walking through this ancient alien technology like the uh, atmosphere and like the what's going on sort of implied like with this super advanced alien technology you're checking out as you walk through this maze being guided by this 343 guilty spark i don't like that level yeah it's It's too long do you remember when he was opening that one gate for us and he was like okay we only have 19 more of these to go (laughs) he's like yeah this is one of 10 oh yeah one of 10 it wasn't 20 geez felt like 20 it felt like 20 that's what happened The, the i feel like those two levels part of the reason i don't like them so much is they're too long yeah yeah they need to i feel like could be broken up a little bit more and I don't, I don't know if it was a matter of like wanting to pad out the game so it felt longer or just getting too ambitious for with the design or what, but it, they feel way too long. Yeah, I think that it could have been some padding yeah. to make it longer, which, you know, uh, the gunplay in it is, is good enough for me to stick in there with whatever they're going to do. Yeah. But, uh, you know, this is all, again, looking at it from the retrospect of having exactly. 20 years of... of experience playing other games at this point i don't even know taken influence from the first time i played halo one if it bothered me as much as it it, didn't but i remember like i remember telling you a couple of weeks ago when we started playing i was like hey towards the end of this game i'm not a huge fan like there's a couple of levels in here that i remembered annoying me from Mm -hmm. previous playthroughs um and then the big crazy reveal i feel like is when you get to where you're going to activate the halo ring that's what 343 Guilty Spark is leading to you to do. He's calling you Reclaimer. And he wants you to activate the Halo to get rid of the Flood. Mm-hmm. And right before you do it, Cortana shows up and she's like, dude, don't do this. Yeah, she's He's like, fucking with you. Kiddo. And she informs you that basically the Halo is a weapon. It is a weapon. But the purpose of the Halo is to wipe out the Flood. And the only way to wipe out the Flood is to get rid of their food supply. Who's their food supply? Every other sentient life form in the galaxy. So, like, the whole purpose of the Halo is to wipe the Halo rings, because there's more than one. You find that out later. Spoiler alert. It's to wipe out all life in the galaxy so the flood can't continue to spread. I wish that it would work like a death blossom from that movie, The Last Starfighter, when you activated (laughs) it. The Halo. Nice. (laughs) So... It starts spinning all crazy. Yeah, that... uh, uh, that's a really cool reveal, and mm-hmm. it's done yeah, in a really definitely. cool way. And that, like, 
the the deeper Halo lore stuff that they do with like what is it? Not the promote. It's not the Protheans, is it? That's that's later. That's like Halo Four. Yeah. The librarian? Um, no, not the. Librarian. Well, like the whole idea that the that they wiped the galaxy clean mm-hmm. once to get rid of the flood a long time ago, and there were like seed um, races. Say, I can't, I can't remember it all, but like they do really cool stuff with that idea later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, we'll, we'll see because that's the plan. You know, next next up, Halo yeah. Two, and then um, the whole idea after that is. Oh, we don't want to use Halo. We want to destroy Halo. So then the mission after that becomes we have to basically set off a nuclear explosion on this Halo ring to destroy it so it can't be used to wipe out all of humanity. Which is an idea from aliens. Mm-hmm. Isn't it where they like activate the the nuke? The, yeah. Yeah, they they use the ship. So, yeah, that's well, right. So they're like, well, the only thing that we got on hand is we're going to have to blow the reactor core of a ship. And that should be a ship you crashed. Yeah. Yeah. The pillar bottom. So, yeah, you're just making your way to the pillar bottom after that. Then you get to my absolute least favorite level to betrayals. I hate that level, man. (laughs) Like I so the idea of the level being. You got to get in Banshees, which are their flying, the alien, the the Covenant flying vehicles, uh, sort of their starfighter type thing. Get in those and use those to get to areas and blow up, uh, like turn off these things or whatever. I can't remember what it is. You got to turn off. You got to do three of them. That concept sounds cool. But the fact that you have to get in a Banshee, go up there, turn the thing off, find another Banshee, (laughs) go up in another thing, turn it off. Find another Banshee. And the whole time there's tanks and tons of fucking aliens. And it's w- the levels are way too big. Huge. You're yeah. dying all the time. You don't know where you're supposed to fucking go. Oh, I was it's getting tough. frustrated. It needs, in retrospect, some of that quality of life stuff. Like where Absolutely. Where it shows you waypoints a lot more frequently as far as where Absolutely. to go. And, you know, with that stuff, it's a, it's a futuristic game. Like, it yeah. makes sense that they would have stuff like that, right? Yeah. Um but I was glad to get done with that level. Me too. Because I'll be honest, like we hit a couple of annoying parts in the last two levels, keys yeah, and, the maw. Uh, and the maw, but nothing like last yeah, night. No, we were able to push through those fairly easily. Like last night, two. it got to the point in uh, two betrayals where I was just like, I'm just running. I'm just moving <laughs> forward to try and get the next checkpoint as fast as possible without dying. Right. Like I'm not stopping to fight much of this shit. If it's not immediately in, I'm not immediately in some imminent danger. I'm not fighting shit. I'm just trying to get to the next checkpoint Cause I want to get done with this level. It might be my least favorite halo level of all time. Nice. We'll keep that in mind as we go. And I, I know there's going to be some halo hardcores that are like, the fuck are you t- two my, betrayals? My favorite level. And by the way, starts off with a banger of a music track. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. When the doors open and you go out and you're on top of the structure and you got to go down to get in the band. Great music. Um, and then, you know, you're, you fucking find Keys and he's a big old bubbly mess. He's been <laughs> taken over by the hive. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have to smash his face in and take the brutal. chip out of his head. I always forget about how fucking brutal that moment chief is. doesn't even stop to like disinfect it Mm-mm. still got brains and shit on it <laughs> and then they they show that dude's face and it looks like a collapsed fucking pie or something yeah <laughs> after what he did to him 
And then, you know, the big moment is you set off the reactor core and the pillar of dawn. Autumn. Autumn. Well, you did that earlier. Yeah. I did, yeah. Pillar of autumn. And uh, then the last moments of the game is, oh, you've got to escape. So you're on a warthog. And look. This could have been, like, such a cool thing. Right? Like, right. The idea of, oh, shit, I got 15 minutes to get off this thing before it blows up. And I've got to race off this ship in a warthog. Could have felt like the coolest fucking John McClane action yeah. shit. You know what I mean? It fumbled it, you're, I think. You're driving super fast and like it seems like you're just missing stuff that's exploding. But no, all they do is put obstacles in your way. So you never start going fast except for maybe two times when you got to make these ramps. Mm-hmm. So you're like stopping. You got to turn to the left. You got to drift a little. You got to go down this. You got to go. It never feels like you pick up speed or does anything exciting. Right, yeah, like you really have to be like some kind of wizard with the fucking warthog. To and I'm to not bad that. at the warthog. No, you're not. Mm-mm. But it's like something that you know. I feel like maybe they, maybe their thought was, we want people to get real good at it. You know, which I I get that, but at the same time, like the vast majority of people, the first time they play that, are just going to be like, oh, what the fuck? Come on, man. God, yeah. I died again. I'm going to do this whole thing. Again. And you know, you did a real good job getting us through it on the first try. But I mean, it was not easy. No. <laughs> no, we flipped the warthog a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Like, had to get out and get back in. Yeah, and the person in the, uh, you know, and you could take two warthogs. There's two of them there, but I chose to ride with you. And, like, mm-hmm. the passenger in that situation just feels completely useless. So you're just basically watching and shooting mm-hmm. some stuff. But, like, even that, you can't even really do because, right. Yeah, it's not my favorite. I yeah. mean, it could have been so cool and, like, cinematic and, and, like, a cool bit of action and, and even felt more like, um, intense mm-hmm. like this sense of urgency but because of the way it's set up as basically a slow obstacle course you don't feel any urgency you yeah. just feel annoyed mm-hmm. you're That's, like yeah. if I run out of time on this this is not because you know it's it's because this is annoying basically. it should have been a lot more open yes. they should have designed it to be a lot more open you know they redo that concept at the end of three mm-hmm. and I feel like it is more open but maybe not even still very good I can't remember We'll see. Yep. So, yeah. On to Halo 2. Yep, next, Halo 2. And, you know, like like I said, I don't want it to sound like we're shitting on this game too no. much. It's It was like a a classic, like such an important game in the era the, of first-person shooters. The fact that this game led to the Halo franchise mm-hmm. it makes me means even though there's parts of it I don't like, I'll always love it. You know what I mean? It's up it's there so with important. like Half-Life. Yeah. As like, you know, it's, it's, it is maybe the most important console f first person shooter ever made as far as a console goes i would agree it cracked the code Mm -hmm. on console first person yeah because when we were younger you would always think how are you going to not do mouse and keyboard right you know you're oh that's the superior way to play Mm -hmm. but with halo they made it work yeah i can't even imagine like i know you know, technically, mouse and keyboard's way more accurate. I can't even imagine yeah. playing no, Halo. No, all I do is play games I, with controller. If I had, if I was playing it on PC, I'd yeah, probably play it with a controller. In. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, before we go, did you ever play Halo One multiplayer back in the day? No. Was Me there neither. multiplayer? Yeah. That must have been in the uh, the second version. No. Uh, no. The first you, one had multiplayer. So no, I'm, I never played multiplayer on my OG So Xbox. obviously Xbox Live wasn't a thing yet, but you could do four-player 
multiplayer on screen almost like oh like like goldeneye style yeah and i think you could even like hook xboxes up through land right, and do land. more mm-hmm. no we um, never did we never i did never that did that because you know like i said by the time i was playing three was out three was the but first multiplayer like, one. i know our buddy jeremy did he's got memories of playing uh halo one nice. on land uh i know will does as well so you know i know plenty of people that did but i i never experienced yeah because i think halo 2 was the was the one that used Xbox Live, right? I feel like Xbox Live and Halo Two launched pretty much simultaneously towards the end of the Xbox One, or the the at, that original Xbox. Yes. sorry, not the Xbox yeah. One. Um, Halo Two was the first game I think I ever went to a midnight launch for. Nice, which nice. was fun. Waited in line. Um, <laughs> so yeah, we'll we'll talk about Halo Two whenever we finish the Halo. I would like it might be tough, but I would like to try and get through them all before the infinite campaign uh, yeah me too and then we'll lead up we'll see how it goes i do f- maybe i'm wrong maybe i'm crazy but i feel like the rest of the campaigns are way shorter mm-hmm. or at least maybe the individual levels are shorter so it makes it feel like they go by faster yeah i know reach is decently length but i don't remember two or three being that long but they were also starting to put more of a focus on multiplayer too, having so. the mix of the campaign mm-hmm. and the multiplayer mm-hmm. so, so the long campaign wasn't as important then right. you hit like 30 hours or whatever, 20, 25 hours, whatever they were wanting to get with Halo. So I, so even after the little bits of headache that we had, would you, it, to someone who's never played a Halo game, would you recommend yeah, playing? I think the, you, absolutely. I think you do it. You, you have know? to. I really do feel like it's meant to be more played solo. Like, I feel like it's a lot of fun to play co-op. Yes. But like, to me, the experience might be better first as a solo game. Later, yeah. Halos are better as co-op games. Though when you or and I as played, good. We yeah. played, I played tons of co-op you know, with, yeah. with Halo throughout the day. But like, getting to experience that story mm-hmm. for the first time is really cool. Like mm-hmm. At the time, again, hadn't seen too much like that. Yeah. And Aliens is one of my favorite movies of it's, all time. It's so, so good. You know, I was all about a video game using that as inspiration. Yeah. So I would recommend it. Mm-hmm. And if you've got an Xbox or even if you if you play on PC, it's part of Game Pass. Yeah. Master Chief Collection is nice, snappy. It's got what is it? Six Halo games. Something like One, that. two, three, and four, ODST and Reach. Reach. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot there to enjoy in one package. Yeah, man. So uh that's our thoughts on Halo. And uh hope you guys enjoyed it. Listen, if you did enjoy it five-star review all right leave us a five-star review once we hit 40 we're giving away a gift card you guys know what to do do it do it follow steve on twitter at stoned cobra follow me at blue harvest pod follow the podcast at high potion pod if you want to be part of a listener feedback uh guided show i don't know what the fuck call it uh send us an email highpotionpod at gmail.com I think that covers it buddy yeah man sounds good that would have been a lot more effective if I didn't fuck up hitting the button <laughs> it's okay you got Big there banana hands <laughs> trip got up I really am looking forward to playing Halo 2 man oh me too so uh, we'll talk to you guys next week Take care.